Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey everybody, how are you? Well, there's only one thing we can say at this point, uh, Mr. Rooney, is Bolshoa kudasai, ware no Ah, break. I screwed that up. I was so close. I was so close. But of course, I am saying I ask you to chant my name. Uh, Ultraman Zeth. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Bolshoa kudasai, ware no nawo. There you go. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so I, I beat that up sufficiently. And I'm leaving it in because I think that people will appreciate um, Oh, the fact the that fact you're that giving I it a try. Massacred the, well, that and I massacred the hell out of it. So uh, good good on me, right? So, exactly. <laughs> yes, this is it, you guys. This is episode 25, Warriors Shining Beyond the uh, the last, technically last episode of Ultraman <laughs> set. <laughs> From 1219 of 2020, directed by uh, Kiyotaka Taguchi and Kota Fukuhara is our screenplay. Um, let's see if does it give us a little bit. Yeah, sure. In the face of a brutal assault by the formidable Destrodos, Haruki and Ultraman Z are gravely injured. Meanwhile, Storage attempts a desperate all-out attack in order to rescue Yoko, who has fallen into the enemy's clutches. Beautiful. That's fair enough. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely great. So... We we open up with um, the, the the bad good guys, if you will, <laughs> the, the army who have taken over uh, Storage's HQ. Yeah, and uh, Storage marches towards them, hands up. Right, uh, showing that they are trying to actually give up because they think that they're supposed to be aliens, and the whatever the woman in charge. Oh, her name is, is? Uh, what is it? Uh, Mayuki. Okay. Yeah, she says, shoot them. They're aliens. And the guy, one of the soldiers says, they have their hands up. Like, yeah, they're not. They're people. unarmed. Yeah. She's like, okay, you want to bet? Watch this. <laughs> she pulls the handgun and Juggler's Juggler deflects the bullets, uh, of course, transforming in front of everybody. And they're all like, what? Hey, <laughs> And then he goes and just rifles, well, swords his way, really. Swords through, his way. Yeah. Um, incapacitating all of the soldiers. And it right. Was, it looked what, at what first I, like he was killing them. And then right. he realized, oh, no, no, no. He's just knocking them out somehow yeah. with a sword. Sure. Yeah. Well, he could have been just hilting them all, you know, like, like bonking them with the hilt. Uh, which is, I guess a fairly okay. effective a fairly effective method of being knocked unconscious. Yeah, Having only been it. knocked unconscious once in my life, and it was because I did it myself. <laughs> um, I hit my head on my own car door frame. Yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was mad. I was getting in the car, and I was like, Gunk! And I came to on the seat, and I was like, I might have been mugged. I'm like, no, wait a second. Wait a second. I think I did this to myself. <laughs> That's yeah, and great. foolishly just drove away like nothing happened. Like yeah, that's not no a good idea. Sought no medical attention. I'm fine. You know, <laughs> it's good. Who would know? I'm obviously I'm conscious. I don't have double vision or anything. This is fine. I looked at my pupils and I'm like, okay, we're not too bad. That's that's all right. Um, <laughs> had to blow our nose there. 
Yes, I, and I didn't want to. I, I can didn't wanna, see it. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I didn't want to kill everybody who's listening. So you know, I'm. I'm, I'm fair, and I, I'm I like be, that. <laughs> I'm trying to be fairly considerate. Um, but so uh, it, it, what, what I really loved was when he knocks out uh, Yuki and he lays her down on the ground and he just goes, "Yeah, sorry, I was." I was armed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kind of lied that. to you a little bit. <laughs> Just a smidge. Just a smidge. Um, but yeah, so, um, and so they, they get back into headquarters and the, the, uh, they're like, yeah, things are not going well. The uh, Strudos is wrecking Los Angeles. Which um, was very cool. They used uh -huh. a lot. That had to be all CG for had to Los be. Angeles or a composite. I mean, like it could have been, they could have filmed some Los Angeles stuff. Um, and then just, I mean, buildings and whatnot. And digitally you would think stock footage of Los Angeles. They're not actually flying to Los Angeles to film just stock but footage of Los Angeles. It's 2020. You call somebody and go, we need somebody to film 10 minutes of B roll. And somebody huh. goes out with a, digital camera or an iPhone for crying out loud at this point. True. Because true, true. you know, you're that's a that's a high def source at this point. People are shooting movies on them. Oh, and then yeah. you then what they do is they they send it over what's called the internet. Right? Which Ooh, is a connect yeah that new thing I, that they have. <laughs> from what I understand it's a collection of tubes and things go through the tubes. <laughs> right. So that's that's um, I that's one way it could have been done, I think. So, and then they just digitally composed everything into yes the yes. footage. But yeah, it was you know because they, they didn't get super detailed with it. And it was good no, enough to it was effective. It didn't need to be it to be right. Yeah, because look, you're blowing a bunch of stuff up. It's not like you need to be like, wait a second, that bagel shop's up around Ventura, not on this street. You know, like <laughs> yeah, nobody's it looking have to at be it realistic. <laughs> yeah, nobody's looking at it that detailed, um, except us, kind of right. So. Um, yeah, so they're, they're like, oh, yeah, Destrudos is going around destroying all the major cities of the world, um, which is partially what I'd really love to see. Um, what, you know what would be neat? Um, if this next episode that they're doing, which is the Reese, the regarding storage episode, yeah. I would like to, maybe it will be taking place during the Reconstruction era. Where No. No, I know. Look, Pat, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a clip episode, but I'm saying it's the framing device. Ah, like, ah. I don't even you know. think they're going to use a framing device. I just think they're going to show. I don't either. Yeah, I don't I think either. it's just going to be the clippiest of clip episodes. Yeah, I'm now sure. I'll watch it, but I'm not going to write a darn. Thing I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to like it, and I'm not going to write stuff down. <laughs> no, because I don't think it's going to necessarily need to be anything written down. I don't think we need to really even uh, get well, really into it. Like, no, I don't think like we need to said, do a whole episode about it. No, you know? no, 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 no. But like you said, if we don't watch it, they'll stick something in. That's the <laughs> we, problem. If we don't watch it, it'll be like, did you see the 10 minutes of new footage at the end? You'd be like, ah! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, like suddenly we're the father exactly. from the Christmas story. <laughs> <sighs> so then uh we get we get every the whole crew is in uh is uh in the storage headquarters and haruki's like yeah i can't become zet anymore because uh, uh i'm i'm was critically injured 
And uh, can you become, uh, he goes, yeah, well, my riser was dest was destroyed, so I can't become a monster anymore. And he goes, can you grow big? He goes, I used to be able to, but not anymore. I don't know when that happened, but that's fine. Uh, I'm going to go with know. when his riser was destroyed, he was then not able to become a monster. That's yeah, the only that's thing fine, that would make but, any sense. But he could embiggen himself previously without a riser. You don't know that. Yes, we never. Do. We've seen it in Ultraman Orb. We've seen him be, just grow giant because he could. Right, but this you got. They're trying to shit play it's a, it's a little. The same bit. juggler's juggler, though. No, I know, like, I know. But they're I'm playing a if little bit something. with the timeline just because they need to sell the riser. You got to remember, oh. they have to sell the toy. Well, so remember, the riser just allows important. him to take forms of monsters, which is convenient if you got to get somewhere in a hurry, I guess. You know, um, we can't all be that lucky. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, if I, if I, you know, if I could turn into a giant monster, it would be a brisk 10-minute walk to work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, or even better, you turn into one of those flying monsters. You're there in a high to snap. Exactly. You don't, you don't have to worry about parking. Right you don't have to yeah. worry about tolls. It's great. You don't get any parking tickets like I have gotten working yeah, in Manhattan. There is that. <laughs> there is that. Uh, the problem. The only problem is uh, the Air Force will constantly try to shoot you down on your commute. Yeah. I mean, it's a trade-off. Minor Tip, technical know. detail. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. So. Uh, and, uh, so we get to the, I love the fact that when, uh, Haruki says, can I trust you? And he goes, I don't care. Trust me or not. That's your business. And he goes, well, you're still the captain, so I'll trust you. Um, and it's like, he's, I like that Juggler's Juggler at this point is to, is to the point where he's, um, neutral. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously I'm on your side. I was trying to keep both humanity. So he reveals that he was keeping humanity in check, trying not to develop the ultimate super destructo weapon. Right. And the D4. Celebro in check by not helping humanity create the ultimate super destructo weapon. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He's looking so like, for well, his own power. He doesn't want anybody else to have ultimate power because then he knows he's done. Is kind right. of where it works. Yeah. I think, well, I think it's, it's also, I think he's starting to become a little bit more, he's leaning way towards good guy than agent of chaos, because previously he would have been like, you know what, whatever happens, happens. And then he's like, becomes actual friends with humans. And he's like, oh man. Yeah. They're not all bad. Stupid emotions. <laughs> <laughs> like he says at the end of Orb, he's like, man, being the good guy's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to actually try to be good. You can't just yeah, go, I, ah, I want to blow that up. <laughs> I do. I love that. He's like, oh, man. All right. Fine. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> See how it is. <sighs> yeah. So and then we have a, a nice, uh, a nice, um, a pep talk session section with uh Hebicora and he's like look some of you are, can be if you're scared and you want to leave no no judgment get out go run because right. it's, it's scary we may all die but we're gonna do what we can do to not and get this taken care of and they do the ghost storage thing and um then we no theme song no right into it loved that 
They do it at the end of every Every series series. now, and I'm still surprised. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm not surprised. I actually now look forward to the last episode so I don't have to see the theme song. (laughs) It's delightful. And I'll tell you what, we got a rocking theme song this time out. It was a decent theme song, yes. Yeah. I love, love, love the theme song to this series. Like, I would buy the soundtrack. I have to... Now, you need I, help. Yeah, I, I would totally buy it. Dude, it, I, there has to be a soundtrack, like a CD available with all the, I'm sure, I don't know, I, that's a lot. That's like 36, it's only 36 songs. It could be a double CD at this point. No, yeah. they're only a few minutes each, so you could get away with it. Well, they're, the problem is they're not all just a few minutes each. They only play a minute and 20 seconds of it. They're all uh-huh. full songs. Oh, at, that at least as far as like now, like where they're actual, like this song is a longer song because somewhere in the middle of the uh, show run, they started playing verse two. Oh. If you were reading along the subtitles, you're like, wait, I'm not singing along to the right words anymore. What's going on? <laughs> like, they, oh, okay. they I didn't it. even notice that. I didn't notice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, then what happens after where do we go right after the opening theme? Um, well, that's when we Seventure find out. And, uh, yeah, they have to use Wyndham and King oh, Joe. Right. right. And they so they take off, and they both land outside the, the headquarters. We right. see Yoko in Distrudos, and Haruki says, Looking don't worry. nutty as oh, nutty as a man, she is chewing scenery like there is no tomorrow. Yeah. I yeah, love she's it. She's great. She's having a good time. <laughs> and Rookie says he's going to rescue her. So then Wyndon and King Joe both send missiles at the Shudos. Right. And they hit the Shudos, which then he then crashes into land, just like a mountain. Well, the that first thing he does there. is start shooting out a bunch more missiles at them. Like he fires back his own from the Ultroid Zero, probably, because Ultroid Zero. Right, because he would have some with sort of armaments missiles. as well. Yeah. yeah. So then the. There and then Distrudos uh, throws Windon yeah. into a building and then yep. zaps them both. Right. Windon. I like that battery. they crash them, like basically crash them into the um into the middle of the city. Yes, like of course. Like, okay, everybody within ten kilometers has oh, been. Oh, they say they actually emptied evacuated. out the whole city. Sure. Yeah. That happens quickly. I've well, been in Manhattan. You are not emptying that city quickly. Oh, I know. Well, the Japanese are used to this. They're like, oh, it's an evacuation. All right. There's always, <laughs> Pretty much. They've had enough any... monster fights. Yeah, yeah. There's always a bunch of people. And there's always one guy carrying a grandfather clock for some reason. I'm not sure why that is. He's like, it's, my, it's the only antique I've got. Come on. It's a family exactly. heirloom. And you're like, it's got to be heavy, dude. Like, yeah, couldn't you it's get... slowing nobody you down. Could... Yeah, could nobody have passed down a teapot or a sword or something? <laughs> exactly. Like, holy mackerel. My sister got that teapot. All right, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> okay, we get it, we get it. Man. So then Windun's battery dies. Well, and... not, not quite that quick. There's a big fight. Well. And there, really? and uh, Yuka's like, I can't get, I can't watch, figure out where uh, Yoko is. You guys Yoko have is. to, you guys have to hold her steady. Or a hold well, the monster no, she, steady. Yeah, they, she uses whatever kind of technology she uses. To figure right, out but, that Yoko is behind the chest cannon, right? Of the, that's of when King Joe. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's when the big monster takes, uh, knocks them both down pretty good. And they're like, oh, no, it's going to fire the D4 ray. And like Haruki can't get up because his leg is pinned. The King Joe's leg is pinned. That Wyndham's battery, of course, you know, peters out at that point. And a fist comes rocketing through the, <laughs> through the sky. And Dex destroyed us <laughs> in spectacular Which was fashion. Ridiculous. And they look back, and there's Sevenger in like action pose. Yeah. Hip, hand, arm on his hip, looking sassy. <laughs> and uh, it's, of course, Baco. Baco and he's like, piloting. Yeah, it may be an antique, but, you know, here I it am. It works. And you're like, you know what? I really expected him to be an ultra. They really, they really they did, did some beautiful misdirection. Yes, yes. Oh, I love the fact that they were that uh, Hebakura was like, "We're going to get through this, and then we're all going to have a big party with more of Bako's tuna." Yes, they, uh, that's a callback to the episode where they did have Bako's tuna. Obviously, that's right. But uh, and he's like, "All right, let's get." So he he goes here. I brought you new battery. He slaps a new battery into Wyndham. Um, yep. Replaces his fist, rocket fist, with the solid drill arm, which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> Makes the angry eyes, and they go to town on the monster. Exactly. And then King Joe first converts into a tank, That's shoots right, some missiles. So great. That's fantastic. Holy mackerel. That, that was so awesome. That's the one toy I would actually buy of this series, the King Joe tank. Yeah. Well, once once the once the COVID dies down and shipping rates from Japan get to be less banana pants, yeah. Because um, I was looking at, it. yeah, I was looking at um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I was looking at like uh, Spark dolls yesterday on eBay because somebody wondered if there was a Belial atrocious, and I'm like, I think there is, and I looked it up, and yes, there is, but they're not cheap. Um, right i mean the doll itself is 18 bucks fine whatever that's not terrible it's like it's like 30 dollars to ship it from japan right now because they're not because of covid yeah right they're not doing their normal postage to the u.s they're just not doing it right you have to go with speed post or parcel parcel go or some whatever oh no super fast is still two weeks like but that's still, it's not a month or a month and a half because no, they're no. not putting it on the slow boat anymore. Let me tell you something. I mailed two things out. One of them is to a listener um, who purchased my Super Robot Red Baron uh, DVD set. And the other was to my niece and nephew in Pennsylvania. I mailed those out on the seventh of the month. Right. They're still not there. Oh, good God. One of them is in Woodbury, New Jersey. And it's still not there in Woodbury. Right. It's not even in Woodbury. It's not even like out for delivery. It's in transit. And now the ever since everyone is checking their packages, the USPS website just took a dump and is like, yep, yeah. right, we can't. I can't. And so like I feel bad because I want to send Christmas presents out. And I'm like, great. Do They're I have to go through? Them. No, no, I know. I'm like, do I send it UPS? and pay more money for it like oh, it's aggravating yeah, yeah it's aggravating they got to fix that that has to be fixed well when you have a guy that doesn't believe that is a service and believes it is a business right and it has happens. to turn a profit yeah yeah of course yeah. 
Well, they, they wanted to, they, they're, they're trying, they many people have been trying to destroy the post office for years in order to privatize it to, uh, to then they can bring in a for-profit model, which is going to be great for some uh, rural people who don't understand, like, uh, no, you know, like, I won't yeah. get my mail. I'm not going to get my pills. You're not going to get anything anymore. I need my pills. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. So, anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, King Joe <laughs> Custom. King Joe Storage Custom. Yes. But, yeah, yes. oh, I want one of those real bad. Like, that is real, real, real a bad. cool toy. That it's is the a only reason cool I would want toy. a desk job. Oh, so you have to have the King desk. Joe on your desk. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually, I'd like to get... I'm, Inside baseball, I'm trying to rebuild some technology for the podcast, and I'm going to get a new desktop and a desk and stuff in the room that we record in right now. Um, eventually, I'd like to rig it so that we each have so we have a, a nicer sounding recording with real microphones, with with like uh, pop filters, and and you know each on real individual stuff. track, so that Casey <laughs> doesn't have to so that Casey doesn't have to do so much audio wizardry. But I digress. So anyway, yeah. Well, speaking of delivering the goods, here comes the King Joe Storage Custom Tank, um, who is delivering the goods in the form of missiles. Of course, uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, Wyndham and and Sevenger, of course, beating the living hell out of it uh, forthwith. And uh, King Joe Storage Custom again becomes robot mode when the, while the other two robots hold him, and he right. literally rips out the middle section of the monster. Right. Q, headspace. Well, no, they, they then lift the Strudos into space before they cue well, the headspace. We got to go to headspace first. No, we got to go to headspace first because that's when he encounters Yoko in like this dream state where they arm well, wrestle. No, they did that just after they lifted the Strudos into space because I have it actually written down. Really? They lifted the Strudos into space. I didn't space. catch that right. That's fine. That's fine. It's not the end of the world. But yeah, then they do see all of the past arm wrestling. And right. finally, Haruki somehow wins one of the arm wrestles. Right. And she's like, and he goes, oh, man, now I have to marry you. And she's like, what are you crying for? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good thing. She's like, dude, what the hell? Honestly, I'm suffering. You know, I'm dealing with a... Uh, I'm dealing already with a an alien parasite who's infected my brain. No need to use crapping on my self esteem like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I mean, it yeah. was it was a nice, cute way of doing it for kids. Yes. Yeah. But oy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, girls are icky still. Uh, for I know. A lot of the, a lot of the target audience. Of this. <laughs> Meanwhile, every dad watching it is like. Yeah, that Yoko's pretty easy on the eyes, and I like her a lot. So, uh, good job, Haruki. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, Oops. Yeah. Uh, nobody has sent me a text in so long that I didn't bother to mute it. <laughs> Everybody knows where I'm at, so they're like, no, he's home. That's fine. Can't exactly. go anywhere. Can't, I can't drive until minimally Wednesday. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Well, until the doctor sees me and takes the staples out. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So she's like, yeah, you know, don't drive until I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, where where am I going? Honestly, yeah. store not... basically. I guess Melania's doing yeah. that for you. Yep. Yeah. Not not super exciting. Go 
go check the old man's mailbox. You know, like that's, yeah, that's about know, it. That's about it. Nothing super exciting. Uh, I would be picking up food, maybe. You know, like yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. but um, now uh, yes. So they have this big, uh, this big, beautiful uh, uh, come to Ultraman moment where you know she's she loses she's she's crying and he she's like uh he's like oh i have to marry her and she's like why are you crying he's like speak for yourself (laughs) look at you (laughs) so they both laugh and she holds his hand and we go back into regular space where he is ripping the cockpit out of destrudos while they're however high up they are Um, right right and he so he rips it out and then destrudos somehow manages to shoot a beam that I think rips open a little bit of King Joe and the cockpit at the same time, leaving Haruki and um, Yoko, Yoko both to their actually certain, certain doom, Patrick. Absolutely. Certain doom. Absolutely. Um, but now she no longer has the alien in her head. Oh, that's right. It, it had, it had uh, manifested with all, itself outside of her. Right. With all the meat cute. The alien said, I don't want any of that icky stuff. He's like, ew, cooties. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But she also did get the Belial medal. Yeah, because it leaves and it bonked her on the head. Like, he dropped it. I thought that was great that it's like, (laughs) dink, and it bonked her on the head. She's like, wait, what's this? And then she is ejected into into midair, and she watches it become Belial Atrocious, as they pronounce it horrendously in the show. Um, Yes. Oh, that's just, I know. That, I know. That makes me laugh every time as much as Alpha Edge. <laughs> every, it, like I still giggle uncontrollably when that happens. Like, yeah, Alpha Edge. That's funny. <laughs> but um yeah. But Haruki has his transformation device and yep, he's of floating he down with it and saying, You have to put that metal in this spot. Yeah. What I love is he does this, she's spread out, right? Like parachuting. He, the hell was that? I don't know. Did you hear that? I did hear something. I didn't yeah, know I think was. that's the snow coming off. You know how we have those copper eaves? Yes. In front of the I place? I for that, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, a big bunch of it came down and literally stripped all the Christmas lights off the shrubs. Oh, no. <laughs> like next door. Just like, now all the lights are in a big pile. Uh... I was like. I was like, whoa, good thing the dog wasn't under that. Holy crap. Holy cow. Yeah, that was something. But anyway. Um, Yeah, so he's like, you know, come on, you got to do this. And he starts doing the transformation in midair. What I loved is he's holding the plastic toy, and the one part of just flippity flop, flippity flip, flippity flip. It was very thin plastic. Like, could you guys just have reinforced that a little bit for the show? Just a touch. I understand. (laughs) So she finally gets the, she puts the Belial medal in. He does the Ultraman Zat thing. Now, at this point, what I love is it still doesn't dawn on anybody what he's doing. And, like, she somehow can see the riser at this point. Ultraman Zet appears in the sky next to them. And it's like, I ask that you chant my name. Everybody says Ultraman set. It's right. awesome. The entire it's the, storage. It, yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Um, exactly. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Haruki disappears into the color timer and merges with Zet. Catches Yoko, leaves her on the ground. And then everybody's like, whoa, 
Haruki was Ultraman Z all along. And it's like, did that just occur to you? Like, of course. <laughs> he was in the other room every time. Don't you know that? <laughs> but even uh. Yoko's like, she has a look on her face like, yeah, that completely makes sense that I think about it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll buy that. <laughs> sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and she's you know she's had her big crush on on uh, Zetosama, and uh, and now she's like, Haruki's looking much hotter now. Like yeah, now, <laughs> now that I know he's Zet, this yeah. is way better. Yeah, and like, dude, come on, Haruki's yoked anyway. Like yeah. Yeah. that, I'm still baffled. I'm like not baffled. But obviously, the man works out, but. You know, that's the kind of thing where you see somebody without their shirt, you're just like, holy Christmas. Like, yeah. I can actually count your abs. It's not just one yeah. ab like I have. I think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking about, I've, I've got the, uh, the, the old, uh, the old core keg. The, no, I was going to say pony keg, but remember when Coors put out the party ball? Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Um, so they're like, you got to, you got to end this, Haruki. Let's go. And so he's like, yeah, I can do that. Goes and uh, starts beating the ever-loving crap out of Destrudos. Destrudos, of course, uh, returns fire by beating the ever-loving crap out of Ultraman set. And right. I don't know. I was expecting another Ultra to show up at this point. I don't know why. I wasn't expecting it on the last episode. I really wasn't. I knew it was just going to be a battle between Zet and... And Delta Rise Claw. I didn't know it was going to be the Delta Rise Claw. And I didn't know how they were actually going to get rid of the monster, right. but I knew it would just be Zet. Yeah, and I like that Belial shows up and he's like, ah, you know, I think I'm going to stick around with you because I bet I can cut more interesting stuff. If I'm yeah, the Belial Rock, not actual Belial. Yeah, oh yeah, Belial Rock. So yeah, <laughs> and then they, you know, he's what was really cool about that is he starts fighting with Belial Rock, and you see all the Belial Rock special moves like bam, oh, bam, 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 like in Absolutely. a sequence. Absolutely. That was you're not cool. seeing it in headspace where he goes like that's him slash that's him fang and right, he's just, it's, all in quick. it's just like just bam 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 and you see what the monster fight looks like from the from the view of the uh, people watching it yes from, which from, is from, so terrifyingly cool. from the ground <laughs> yeah so I thought that was great and then um, of course he's going to fire the D four ray again after it knocks that into a building which of was course. awesome. Did you notice in like one of the upper floors, it looked like someone had left their TV on? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, because yeah, when Zet gets up, when Zet gets up to like after everybody starts, like you have to get up, Ultraman Zet. You know, come on, Haruki. And then they're, I guess, their good wishes or their positive energy or whatever flows into into Zet and Haruki, and they can, yeah, um, through the magic of gold fairy dust or whatever that might be, uh, positive vibes, <laughs> positive well, vibes. Hey, Whatever it is. Science. Um, yeah. So he gets up and you can see in the background where one of the floor, you know, all, you know, you can see all the individual floors, which were nice of right. the building that he took out. Right. But it looks like there's a big screen TV on. Oh God. Like no. in somebody's apartment. <laughs> and I'm like, if some guy was like, Oh, can we just leave the TV on? Cause somebody left real quick and forgot to turn their TV off. Um, I think that would be neat. Like, I don't know who that guy was, but he gets a special science patrol award. There you uh, go. There you for go. that, for come <laughs> on, dude, that's the attention to detail that we love in this show. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 
And it's funny, somebody mentioned recently that they think the um, fight choreography and camera work of the most recent two Ultraman shows is starting to impact what happens in the um, in the Ranger shows in Japan because there's a new I don't I don't know what the latest edition of their version of Power Rangers is. Uh, we'll call it Shecky Ranger because okay. that's what we use for everything, right? Of so, course. Um, yeah. So I saw a clip posted. I'm going to try to find it and post it on the Science Patrol Facebook page. Of it's like all these Power Rangers and bad guys fighting on a rooftop, and there's three giant robots and monsters fighting in the background, and it's panning uh... back and forth. It's panning back and forth, and there is just it is fisticuff city, and there's stuff okay. hitting the rooftop, like okay. buildings okay. are blowing up. It is mental, and I went, "Oh, am I going to have to start watching this crap? Like this looks really good." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, this looks oh, real God, good." No. Oh no! <laughs> I was avoiding this because it was still kind of. Like kind of cheap looking, but oh, this looks real good. Oh, <laughs> They're starting man. to pump a little more money into it now, I guess. I and I think in that, and the fact that probably the CG effects as they happen get cheaper over time as processing right. power gets cheaper. And but their the composition of it was just mind bending. I nice. could not nice. believe how good looking that was, um, and I cannot figure out. What Facebook group I saw it in? Oh, uh, okay, okay. It's well, in one happens. of them. It's in yeah. one of them because I've belonged to a lot of Japanese special effects yeah, Facebook you groups. <laughs> and well, I got I got show interest to take care of. So, um, you know, it, it was amazing. I will post it if I can find it, you guys. So that's um, good. That's good. Yeah. So we had uh, this. Is basically, it. This is then. Uh, Bell well, the- like, "Hey, I've had a good life. I cut a bunch of interesting things." Watch this. And he basically has that shove him into the D4 cannon. Yes. And then, and then yeah, go ahead. They use the D4. The, the Strudos uses the D4 cannon. Zet uses the Zestian beam. They meet in the middle, as it right. always happens. Well, sure. Somehow, the Zestian beam then becomes a giant Z. And, and because... Then well, because it's that. We because know that. cool. <laughs> because cool. <laughs> because cool. And then that forces the beam directly to Distrudos, which blows him up. Oh, okay. And good. And good. <laughs> and good. Yeah. Then he flies over, Zet flies <laughs> over the storage people and crashes, and crashes. about 20 feet away. They <laughs> <laughs> all run over and he was, they're like, Haruki. And he was like, yeah, sorry. I uh, I wanted to look do something cool for you guys, but I think I strained something. And Yoko was like, "Baka!" She cracks one, and then she hugs him. Yeah, and she's like, "You did a really good job," and hugs him. Idiot. And his face is just like, "I don't know how to take this." I'm a little... Exactly. I uh, just like in the Wonder Woman movie uh, when she beats the ever loving tar out of some guy in a bar, and the uh, the one guy goes, "I am both." Because I am both frightened and aroused. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, oh. And uh, so then we, we uh, fade, like everybody starts beating, giving him playful punches and calling him Baka. Right. Uh, right. Literally translates to idiot. So um, 
And then and, we see uh, Celebro, the actual little monster, oh, yeah, yeah. underneath the stairwell. And he actually right. gets stopped by Douglas, right. Douglas. And he gets captured in a net, and Douglas walks away with him over his shoulder saying, I got him. You guys oh, yeah. don't know. No, 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 no. Um, Yuka shows up with the net and another. Oh, right, right, and right. Another, and, and the another, other. Um, the guy that you know, was. Just some guy. Just, there no, was that a was guy. Kaburagi. That was Yuka and Kaburagi. No, Kaburagi's the. Um, the original the general. No. No, it's Kaburagi. totally not the original bad guy. Thought it was. It's just, some, it's just one storage guy. Okay. It's just the storage guy. But what I love is that he's like. Um, what I love is that they're like, okay. Um, and I, th- I love that Yuka was like, oh my God, Captain's an alien. When he first showed himself, she's like, let me get a skin sample. Just one hair. And he's like, oh God. <laughs> exactly. What thinking? <laughs> Why um, did I let her know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. So, but she's like, you're not leaving, right? We'll see you again. He's like, I'll see you. And you know that he's, he's uh, moving on because he's got the only luggage struggler struggler needs, which is his bonsai tree and that fancy schmancy earring that he has exactly um exactly. <laughs> yeah so yeah uh so we're then, gonna we're gonna uh have to oh yeah so we have a little bit of a uh we have a little bit of a coda yeah so we're gonna have a little bit of a coda where he's like look i'm gonna go out with ultraman zet because there's a lot of people that need help and uh Yuka's like yeah that is you and uh that's on brand so they they shake very sternly arms and and uh and off he goes um right and, and then uh, as he's flying he's, away oh, then runs into belly rock in space that's right right he's like hey right. turns out i'm immortal <laughs> <laughs> what do you know who knew so i'm gonna stick with you and we're gonna go cut some cool stuff and uh that was that and now and one of thing series. i did want to say in this episode yeah. There was a commercial for the Ultra VR where you get to be. Oh, it looks neat. Yeah. Oh, do I want that? If I had VR goggles, I would be ordering that tomorrow. How about that weird game that they're advertising that looks like it's Ultraman horse racing? I didn't see that. It's like the third commercial in. if you're not paying attention, you won't know what the hell they're doing. But all the monsters are riding like monster horses that sort of look like them. Oh, God. oh that was the Ultra oh, VR, I thought. No, 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 that's the Ultra VR is you're tiny and all the monsters are like, I'm going to flatten you. And you go, ah! but, okay. um, but yeah, the, the other one is just so ridiculous. There's tiny, they're, they're, it looks like there's three of them in a row and they're, they, I, I don't look, I don't, I don't obviously we can't tell what's going on. Right. But it looks like right. some sort of weird Ultraman horse racing game. Oh, good Lord. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. Sure. Why not at this point? I see no uh, reason why you shouldn't. I see no reason why you shouldn't. But yeah, that was a fantastic series. Look forward to the movie. Absolutely. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and then we we'll back with a little bit more wrap up and the, the absolute conspiracy episode five, I believe. Okay. Sounds right? good. All right. Yep. I'll be right back with more science. Patrol. And we are back with more of the Science Patrol. 
we need to talk about a couple of things, Pat. Um, aside from the fact that we were talking about um, how how great a series this whole thing was. That was a fantastically fun series. I do have to give it that. It's amazing. And they are just getting better. So I'm hoping that the next series yeah. well, is going to be better. It's astounding. Um, uh, this episode was dedicated to uh, Kota Fukihara, who passed away on May 17th due to a brain hemorrhage. Um, I don't know if you saw that at the end. Of the I credits. did. Who is that person? Uh, I, for some reason, they don't give me a link. He was originally, I think, supposed to be the writer for this. Uh, okay. Um, okay. So he may have written for other ultra shows that we just don't know about. Yeah, well, let's find out really quickly. Um, talk to me more about what you think of the show. Well, I did like at the very end where Yoko got to play as a evil villain being controlled and got to play Mm -hmm. crazy. That was fun. That was just ridiculous. I did like, you know, seeing Juglas, you pointed it out right away. First episode. I think he's still going to be Juglas. You pointed out that was there. You've pointed out that rectangular general was going to turn out to be a bad guy, which I was like, no, no way. And did turn out to be a bad guy so you knew a lot of stuff even not knowing what was going on you were pointing out it's probably going to happen that's probably going to happen so you there's a couple of things yeah well i I figured why cast the same guy if you're not going to make him the same character true true which is a fair point yeah and rectangular general is way too way too um prominent in the credits but then again, so was the so was the guy who originally got infected by Celebro. Yeah, that's true. Who is that's true? You Gone know, completely. Who got who got so little screen time? <laughs> they like they pulled the flim flam on you. Okay, he was he was a writer on Ultraman Z. Oh, okay, okay. Fukuhara san. So, uh, yeah, sadly he died on May seventeenth of a brain hemorrhage, age thirty seven. Oh, good God! So, oh, yeah, good that's God. that's no good. That's terrible. Terrible, terrible. Um, so yeah, let me get back here to, uh, come on, get me back to the internet proper instead of the IMDB app, which I don't need at the moment. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're going to do our monster minute. Oh, you've got a for, monster minute for Destrudos? Gotta have one. Okay. I didn't realize they yeah. didn't come out with it. Of course. I'm sure there's one here. Why does it keep going to Ultroid Zero? Oh, probably because he's a. A function of Ultroid Zero. Let's see. That here. would make sense. Yeah. There does. Oh no, Ultroid Zero. There's the data for Ultroid Zero. Now give me some Distrudos. This is getting annoying. Um, why is this not coming up with Distrudos? It keeps going to. It doesn't give me any stats for Distrudos. It takes me right to. Just Ultroid oh, Zero. Cyborg. They consider Destrudos cyborg um, Ultraman as uh, cyborg Ultroid Zero. Okay, I mean that's so makes there you sense. Go. Yeah, um, sure. He is fifty-five meters tall as Ultroid Zero, eighty meters tall as Destrudos, fifty thousand tons for Ultroid Zero. He packs on another ten thousand for Destrudos, which seems pretty light. You that know. does seem rather light for most of our yeah. aliens. He's a lean monster. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, let's see if there's any trivia that we can... Uh, uh, let's see. Well, let's see. The uh, Destrudos is named by Celebro, which reflects his 
civilization self-destruction game. It's uh, derived from the term destrudo, a term first used by the Italian psychoanalyst Eduardo Weiss in 1935 to describe the energy of the death instinct in a way analogous to Sigmund Freud's concept of libido. Oh, good God. Sure. I'd have brought a light if I'd known we were going this deep. Holy moly. (laughs) Wow. Uh, the light, which is the life instinct, usually mentioned in reference to reproduction. Whereas libido is described in Freudian psychoanalysis as the urge to create destrudo. Holy crap, it's the opposite of libido. That's crazy. Oh, is the urge to destroy and encompasses concepts discussed under the death instinct, such as aggression, compulsion, and self-destructive behavior. Okay. Hit Holy the science crap. bell. There's hey, a science for the guys, week. Guys, it's not like you can't learn stuff from this show. <laughs> wow. That's pretty neat. That is crazy. That is pretty neat. So, yeah, um, we all know what happened. Now, let's see. Ultroid Zero is the second artificial Ultraman constructed by humanity, uh, first being Terranoid and Ultraman Dino, which we'll get to eventually. Eventually. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see if there's anything else we need to know here. Um, Destrudo sometimes emits lower pitched Sibuzu roar. Um, the DX riser toy pronounces Destrudos's name for some reason as Destrodos. Oh, good Lord. Well, let's face it. It's, he's also the guy who comes up with Belial Atrocious and Alpha Edge. That's true. That's true. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, in addition to King Joe's combat data, Ultraid Zero also incorporates the Padanium engine as its power source. Okay. Uh, Anything else we need to know? Probably not. No, I don't see anything else going. Oh, here's Destrudos finally. Yeah, it was there all along. I just couldn't find it. That happens. happens. By the way, his origin is the mountainous area near Fukuma City powers and weapons. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But yeah, he's got his his normal stuff. Um, I love the fact that he could regenerate that whole. D four cannon in its chest. Yes. That was kind of neat. It's it's not just a one shot. It can be regenerated. It just takes time. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. You're just like watching it. Like, oh, we don't. This is not helpful. But I love uh-huh. the fact that when they were fighting, there was just this monster with this sucking chest wound. Yes, just this that... giant gaping maw, and you're just like, it's pretty deep. <laughs> and then and they, I, that's how they use the D4 ray is from that gaping chest wound. Yeah, it just reforms with all the stuff on it. And you're just like, okay, great. That's what yep. we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's like, oh, you guys haven't killed me yet? Let me show you this. Um, exactly. Yeah, I lo- I think this show was, uh, this this was great. It was nice to see a, uh, we haven't really had a, um, a monster attack team since Zeo. Um, in Ultraman X. X. Um, We haven't had, you know, for all the people who complained about the lack of monster suits and, like, new monsters, we did get Barossa, but we also got Destrudos' new. Destrudos' new, which is a conglomeration. Yeah, no, we also got a... um, Whatchamacallit? We got... Celebro, uh, which is just a little kind of smallish thing. Not a full suit, but it's a smallish thing. That was the cheapest monster. looking. That was the cheapest looking prop in the whole show. Let's I understand, but it was a new monster, um, so you can't complain. Yeah. <laughs> but we got Wyndham, Sevenger, King Joe Storage Custom. Like, that's three new suits, right? There. And Ultroid Zero is a new suit. And Ultroid Four. 
That's right. Yeah. That's four new. That's four mech suits that you had to build. That's good stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I, I, the, there wasn't a, there wasn't a nickel of this wasted on screen no. at all. It was very good. They they yeah. used their money wisely. They sure did. It looks like they're slightly they're getting slightly larger budgets, unless they're right. using a lot of digital effects on everything else. Of course they are. Yeah, I mean, of course they are. Like it it, it has to at this point. Um, they they have to be using, but it's get it's because there are certain things that's easier to do digitally than it is to build. No, and I there's easier I things to build than there is to make it in in a computer. Like yeah, right, you know, right. Like, Look, it's easier. It's easier for us to build a a bunch of little tiny props to destroy than it is to render all that in a computer to have it look not as good as us building props. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Which is the easy way to put it. It's a very good way right. to put it. Yeah, we know what we're doing with miniatures. We can do that very well, and it's not yeah, going to be really good on a computer. Whereas they really a computer, do. you can blow stuff up really well, and it's going to be a lot cheaper to do yeah. than trying to use you know enough kerosene or enough propane. Yeah, we blow. You know, we set up a reasonable explo explosion on a soundstage. You augment that with computers, and it's going to look really nice. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, yeah. So, uh, good job, Subaru. We want more. Can't wait for the movie. <laughs> and I assume the movie is going to be. Um, my assumption is the movie is going to be Ultraman Z versus uh, the Skrillian uh, Barosas. Of course, of course, yeah. we got to get the Barosas back in for the movie. Of course. Yeah, like that I said, he's sense. he is comic relief, um, comic relief alien Bolton at this point. <laughs> um yeah fair i miss the baltons i'd like to see the baltons come back but um in fact it would be really neat to see like the barosas like you know doing their doing their not really great job of being baltons and then the baltons coming in and being like let us show you how to do this properly yeah and we know how to beat this guy up come on <laughs> yeah yeah so, and then, uh, yeah, well, oh, one thing I wanted to mention, I forgot, I saw somebody on Reddit yesterday saying the only thing that took them out of the episode was how long Yoko and Haruki were falling. I thought and, that was effective. Yeah, they were like, oh, in reality, they would have been, you know, smushed, like, super fat. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it totally took me out of the show about giant robots and monsters. <laughs> like, yeah. The highly realistic documentary-like show we've been watching. <laughs> sure, sure. Right, right. Okay, sure. <laughs> like you said, we have watched the show about monsters. We have to let a lot of things slide. If the right. time of them falling in the sky is one of the things we have to let slide, I'm so be it. it was a dramatic effect. effect. So <laughs> Exactly. All right, so now we're going to go into what we should. Uh, we'll do a quick wrap up with Ultra Galaxy Fight: The Absolute Conspiracy. Um, oh, good God! I get so confused with this show. They <laughs> well, this is part as we know. This is part two, the Divergence. Um, and I'm just now. I have to try to find that friggin'. Okay, <laughs> here it is. Episode five, ten, yeah. twenty, twenty, twenty. <laughs> or 12-20-2020. 12-20-20, yes. Okay, so years after the end of the Great Ultra War, a younger Trigger was in the process of completing the Astral Particle Conversion System. 
a device that Hikari, Ultraman Hikari approved for its functions. Uh, at the same time, Trigger was greeted by Taro after his return from his duty on Earth. So this takes place right um, after Taro. Real early in the Ultra timeline, which they are really trying to make one thing. Um, I God don't see them. how it's going to work, but we'll give it a shot. You know, they're like, you know what? If DC can do it, we can do it. Um, <laughs> and once once you start making stuff and, and acknowledge the fact that there are different universes and alternate timelines, it takes don't a lot of weight and burden off like a guy trying to cram stuff together. Yeah. Um, the fact that they are trying just, to cram stuff together isn't really working. You can branch stuff off. Well, they're doing a good job of it now because they're they're taking people like Trigger and Belial out of the original timeline, and they're forging this new Ultimate Tortoris timeline, much like Avengers Endgame. Right. And right. they're like, well, this is your future. And they're like, not anymore. It's not if you come with us. Okay, cool. So <laughs> these things happened, but they also didn't happen. Right. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah. Just yeah. cram a new timeline because we can. It's basically yeah, it's, it's all branching. Uh, so uh, under Taro's suggestion, Trigger's new invention is to be named Taiga Spark, to which his childhood friend approves. Unfortunately, it was around the same time when Hikari left the Space Science and Technology Bureau to go to planet Arb. Um, Trigger went to retrieve him, but at that point, it had um, been destroyed. He could not save it. And Hikari right. had assumed the mantle of Hunter Knight Sarugi and vented his frustrations on his former co-worker out of his guilt. Right. Uh, right. Despite Taro's insistence uh, to do their part together. The pair investigated a mysterious energy source on planet Death Star when Nightfang suddenly appeared to intercept Taro, which I love Nightfang. He's very, uh, very HP Lovecraft. He's one of, oh, he's he's very one of my weird looking. Very cool. Yeah, I, one of my favorite monsters. Um, let's see here. Um, but a night thing, uh, Trigger was exposed to its nightmare wave and received haunted visions of Hikari and Taro. Right, it was at that point where Tartarus, of course, uh, steps in and is like, Hey, uh, you know, I can you give can you power be stronger. to future. <laughs> um, he goes, Because you became evil, but like, you can fight that, you know, why would you do that? So, horrified of what his future self turns out to be, Trigger accepts. Tartarus is offered to change his fate, which seems counterproductive, but, you know, Tartarus isn't saying anything like, oh, we're going to, you know, be bad guys and rule the galaxy. He's like, no, no, we can change things for the better for you. Right. And what they kind of lean into is that Trigger sort of means curiosity, and he's giving yeah. in to his curiosity to see what right. Tartarus can do for right. him. Right, right, right. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, and uh, just as Taro destroys Nightfang, he was forced to witness his disillusioned friend abandoning him on planet Death Star. Right, right. This one's a little... You know what? The second chapter seems a slightly more straightforward because they don't have to pack as much crap into it. No, this. I mean, they didn't pack a whole lot into this one, which is good yeah. for me because I have no idea who a lot of these people are. Yeah. But the fact that they're given a Trigger backstory... And a Belial backstory. At and a little bit of Hikari, too. A little bit of a Hikari, too. It, See, now, there's, there's, a, good. there's two, two, I think, Ultraman Hikari specials where they oh, delve okay. into Ultra, Ultraman Hikari's story, which is, I think, around the time of Ultraman, maybe, yes. 
I think it's an Ultraman Mebius side story, Hikari Saga or something like that. Okay. Um, okay. It was one of the many billions of things I was originally uh, considering buying before uh, Mill Creek came out with. They're like, don't worry. It's all, it's coming. all coming out. Oh, It'll you. get there. Oh, good. I don't have to buy a lot of cheap bootleg stuff from, yes, uh, yes. from Singapore or wherever. So yeah, this, I'm telling you, they're they're this is going to be nice to watch once it's all ten episodes are done. Yeah, and it would be good to see as a direct yeah. movie. Yeah, but I'm glad we're watching it this way because I can keep up with it basically. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, they'll probably do the same thing they did with the last one that we watched, where they uh, they'll edit it all together into one movie, and there'll be a, like there's extra stuff in it a little bit. Right, like right. to bridge the the more abrupt cuts, um, which is nice. So yeah, it's good stuff. Um, you should all you should all be watching it since it's available for free on the Super A channel. Get yes. stepping. Um, <laughs> that's about it. This is the last episode before our somewhat low key Festival of Merriment for a New Hope. Um, so we're going to announce a new contest when that happens. Um, it will be released on Christmas Day. Okay, and. Uh, that's like really that's from, <laughs> yeah we're gonna record that next and then we're okay. gonna that'll be released on christmas day and um uh so we're gonna announce a new contest and um according to what i understand it is open to uh people in the u.s and canada i am still waiting on confirmation from people who have um may have access to this stuff uh, I'm sure if you have a VPN, you can probably uh, access this stuff in your country as well. But uh, I don't want to give too much away before I start giving stuff away. Um, quite literally. <laughs> now, my recommendation for this week, uh, since Ultraman Z is over, uh, if you have Amazon Prime, and I'm pretty sure you have Amazon Prime. I do. Right I now, do. Yes. Okay, there's a show on Amazon Prime that I you need to you. watch. Your recommendation on Facebook. Truth Seekers. Truth Seekers. I put it on my watch list. It is It is a breezy, quick eight episodes. And the first two, you're going to be like, I don't see where this is going. But, it, you know, it's Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, so I'm gonna, obviously going to watch it. Obviously going to watch that. They are great. Holy moly. We polished it off last night. And wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 It the escalation, like at a certain point, like somebody is like, All right, is that the finish line? Let's just hammer it down at this point. Um <laughs> because we are going to get there and at this point things are gonna start happening super rapidly. Like in real life, the closer you get to your deadline, the more stuff happens. The more way stuff quicker. you gotta cram in. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. good stuff. But I think that's it. Do you have any recommendations this week, Pat? Um I'm watching the boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's good too. It's very good. It's basically superheroes are jerks. That's the easiest way to put it. Superheroes are jerks, and very oh, much for <laughs> very much for adults because it, oh yeah, while there is nudity, it's more male butt nudity. But there's language and gore galore. Oh, nice, awesome, good, good yeah. times. That's very much like the uh, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Um, yes. there, there's nudity in it, but it's all ass crack and back sack. So, <laughs> which surprised the hell out of me that in the version on YouTube, 
which is like just free. They have it up there for free with commercials. You, you really want to see what the back of Dolph Lundgren's yam bag looks like. It is it's solidly there. visible for a few minutes <laughs> while he's in his meditation scene. You're like, oh dear. Oh, oh, that's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a bit too much. That's a bit yeah, too never, much. Never thought I needed to see that, and turns out I didn't. So, um, but, uh, Fair but yeah. So, hey, next time we're going to see you guys, it's going to be uh, Christmas. True. And then, True. and then it looks like we're going to be able to pile in our twelve days of uh, Ultraman. Yeah, uh, after we do because, our exit, only because to... I'm on disability and Pat took the rest of the year off. We well, we got super lucky. <laughs> exactly. You just have to let me know where we are so I can catch up and we'll do the uh, We've recorded up to episode five, I believe. Okay. Okay. So we only have seven episodes. That shouldn't be too bad. Shouldn't be terrible. We should be able to bang that out in like three days. Okay. And then Casey yeah. will uh, kill us. Kill us. Because he has <laughs> work to do over the season. <laughs> so, yeah. We got to come up with another a nice gift for Casey this year. I don't know what yeah. it's going to be. But. <laughs> But I'm not Fair sure enough. what to get him this year, but we should get him something. Um, yeah, so that's about it uh, for this, guys. And that's the end of Ultraman Z. We are going to uh, we are going to go into the new year, uh, starting with Ultra Q, the very okay. first Ultra. Okay. So the next episode, the next proper episode you hear from us will be Ultra Q episode one, Defeat Gomez. Starring okay. everybody's favorite eyebrowed Godzilla impersonator, Gomez. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds right. good. Uh, so, rate, review, subscribe. And um, and don't forget that do the Suicide the Prevention Hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. They're always listening. That's right. Uh, it's, 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 I know sometimes, especially around the holidays, things can get dark. But uh, there is always somebody who is there to listen. And uh, you are you are needed here. Absolutely. Uh, so please uh, call if you think you need to call. Reach out um, because people are there to to help. So that is about right. it for us. Yep. And you gotta I'm go. the science control. I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.